What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I talk about the only effective fat-burning supplement that you could buy. And believe it or not, it's actually natural. And that is creatine. I bet you did not think I was going to say that. Now, creatine is one of the most talked about supplements in the fitness industry by far. And everyone has their take on it. Which type do you take? Does it get me bloated? What does creatine loading mean? Does it stunt your growth? All of these questions that come with creatine, I answer all of them here. And I explain why creatine is considered a fat burning supplement. And I also talk about my experience at a spa. I was at a spa this past weekend and I was there for literally almost five hours and uh, it was quite the adventure. Let me just tell you that for those who know me, know I cannot sit still for more than five minutes. So me at a spa, let's just say it was quite, uh, it was quite interesting, let's just say, but I talk about that and much more guys. So strap in. I strongly suggest you save this episode because this is definitely going to be an impactful one and I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to shut my mouth and let you enjoy it. Thanks again. All right. So creatine is a natural compound, which is made up out of three amino acids, which are L-arginine, glycine, and methionine. I think I said that last one correctly, but anyways. Um, yeah, so we, our bodies, create creatine naturally. However, you also get creatine in animal source proteins like meat, eggs, fish, and so on. Okay, so when it comes to some of the biggest benefits of creatine, one of the reasons why creatine is so popular Okay, and why everyone should take creatine is for increased performance in the gym. All right, basically, it gets you pushing heavier weight, which allows the body to receive a stronger signal to grow and build muscle, and of course, speeds up recovery. All right, that being said, just because creatine does all this, this is far from being a steroid. So, creatine is completely legal. So, mom and dad who have your, your, if your kids are asking for a creatine, when it comes to powdered substances, trust me when I say it, you have, it's much better for your kid to ask about that type of white substance than, you know, the other type of white substance, if you know what I mean. But in all seriousness, mom and dad, it's completely fine if your 16, 17 year old takes creatine, right? So you could stop freaking out. All right. Now, Let's debunk the whole creatine gets you bloated argument that so many people are afraid of, okay? So, first off, when you're bloated, okay, that's when water is outside of the muscles. You guys got to understand that creatine itself is a spongy kind of absorbent active substance, which means that it naturally draws water inside the cell when you supplement with more of it okay this is called intramuscular water weight in other words when you increase the body's creatine content so when you take more creatine 
it naturally results in increased water retention, okay? The more creatine you have in the cells, the more water that can be pulled in, which leads to people to believe that they, quote unquote, put on size. But what's really happening is that your muscles are just filling out with more water. Therefore, that can lead to weight gain of, I believe, the out of all of my years taking creatine and all my years uh, suggesting creatine to my clients, I think the most that they gained was like five pounds at the very most. So when people say it makes them look quote unquote soft or bloated, understand that this is a normal and natural process. And the this Five pounds that you can potentially gain, you can easily lose it because it's nothing more but water retention, okay? As mentioned before, creatine pulls water within the cell and not outside of it, okay? And in all seriousness, guys, let's be real here. If you're so scared, if you guys have never taken creatine before and you're so uh, nervous about the whole bloated look or skeptical Trust me when I say that once you start supplementing with creatine, you won't notice a single thing because you'll be too busy focusing on the strength gains that you'll be making in the gym, okay? The second benefit of creatine is that it burns fat. Now, before you think this is actually a classic fat burner, please think again. You have to understand that fat burners are nothing more but appetite-suppressing pills that stimulate the hell out of your central nervous system. And the reason why creatine is considered to burn fat is because it builds muscle very effectively. And muscle is the most taxing tissue in our body, which naturally leads to our bodies burning off calories just to make room for muscle and to maintain it. Please remember, and I'm going to repeat this in almost, I think I've said this in almost every single one of my episodes and I will never stop doing this. Muscle speeds up our metabolism. Okay, which is also crucial in this world because seeing how there's food everywhere, we want to be able to have a high caloric intake without gaining fat. Okay, more muscle means more calories burned without physically doing the work. This is why creatine is considered a fat burner and the most the most effective one on the market and most natural. Okay, now. When it comes to how much creatine to take and when. So the standard dose is three to five grams a day, okay, which is usually either a full scoop or half a scoop of the scooper that it comes in that you always got to dig your fingers in when you get the actual uh, bottle. So guys and girls, please wash your hands before, you know, digging your finger because you could go, you you go real deep sometimes. So sorry, that was a water break. The only time you would see side effects of take uh, of taking creatine is when you take twenty plus grams, which isn't necessary unless you are in a loading protocol. Now, what's a loading protocol? This is when you take about twenty plus grams of creatine throughout the week before moving on to a lower maintenance dose. This is the quickest way to achieve greater muscle strength. Now. For the teenagers, for the 17-year-olds, the 21-year-olds, whatever, you if you're listening to this, if you just heard what I just said, please do not do this because in order for you to do this, you obviously have to know what the fuck you're doing, all right? So I'll give you a great example. Um, 
back when I was training for the Olympics, our strength and conditioning coach, shout out to the Toussaint brothers from Perf Max Racing. Um, so yeah, back when I was training for the Olympics, our coach would always track our creatine cycles, okay, and have us load up either the week before a competition or our last week of our maximum strength cycle in our weight training program during the off season, okay? And how that would happen is, so assuming that you're following a very good, effective weight training program or you're being followed by a professional such as myself, um, this 20 gram, the, the loading, the, the creatine loading is extremely effective, as I just said, but it's only, you should only be doing it for no more than a week. And even after that week, you should be backing off to, to do something drastically different when it comes to your programming and to just give yourselves a break. Because if you take so much of it, you are, you're in the process of, you're potentially ruining your own creatine uh, producing cells in your body. All right. So um, I found that extremely effective back when I was uh, younger. And uh, this is one of the reasons why it got me to be the athlete that I was. Anyways, um, so instead of just taking, instead of doing the 20 gram thing, all right, all you got to do, which is the most steady and consistent way is just take three to five grams, which is half a scoop or a full scoop every day. And you'll be just fine. The only difference between the 20 gram and like the the loading and this approach is that it's going to take a little bit longer to maximize the benefits. But as I always say, slow and steady wins the race. Okay. So when it comes to when to take creatine. Okay. For those who work out, a great way to increase creatine is post-workout or pre or or your pre-workout shake. All right. I would always buy the non-flavored creatine and mix it into my post-workout protein shake. And when I was loading, I do the exact same thing, but add but add another full scoop in my pre-workout protein shake. Okay. Now for the average individuals, well for for anybody who doesn't work out Okay, male or female, whether you work out or not, all right, I always suggest to my clients to add it into your water bottles <coughs> that you drink throughout the day. Um, I've noticed these days for at least a, a good year and a half now, a lot of people have been buying these huge freaking jugs and they just walk around with these huge jugs of water every day. And one thing I noticed was water break. Sorry. One thing I noticed was that they're pretty consistent with these huge jugs of water. I didn't think it was going to be effective, but it's a great way to increase your water intake. If you just have a jug all day. So one thing that I suggest to you guys who don't work out and who don't have a jug is to obviously increase your water intake by buying a jug or figuring out other ways. I'll mention those kind of, uh, I'll mention some tips in other episodes if you guys want me to, but increase your water intake and throughout the day, just throw in a scoop of creatine and just drink that throughout the day and you're good. So yeah. Now, when it comes to who can benefit from creatine, I can easily say that everybody should be supplementing with creatine, including women. And yes, ladies, including ladies, 
on a daily basis, okay? When it comes to creatine and athletes, however, this is where creatine helps immensely and not just for their ability to recover faster, but with their power output in explosive type sports such as hockey, soccer, track, swimming, whatever. You you guys get the idea, okay? However, with that being said, if you're an athlete that needs to be a certain, in a certain weight class for competition, such as a boxer, let's just say, creatine might push you over that limit. So if I were you, I would just kind of uh, track it wisely and track it around your, your, your weigh-ins, of course, because like I said before, with the water retention, you can go up, uh, you can gain weight, right? So I... I'll give you a little story about myself. Um, Long story short, I was a track athlete. And at the age of 15, I ended up breaking the Quebec record uh, for long jump in detention. And ever since that day, I just wanted to be a professional track and field athlete. And I, I wanted to make it to the Olympics. I was about 15 years old when that day happened. And it changed my life forever. I'm going to go into a lot of detail about that for another episode. But... um. Yeah, really good story for, for, for kids to hear. Not that, I'm in, not that I'm some inspiring motivational guy, but uh, point is, ever since that day, I started working out uh, at least three times a week after school. And then when I made my Spalgat Sud program in Heritage, shout out the Heritage Huskies. Uh, for those who don't know what Spalgat Sud is, it's a sports studies program where we basically train for our sport every single day for like three hours. Uh, I was about 16, 17 about. And I would work out for three hours a day. And then as soon as I started getting very, because I was going to a lot of competitions and I was beating a lot of kids, but I was just doing, I was only training uh, uh, during my school hours. Then my coach put me, uh, got me doing some plyometrics in the pool, some jumping drills and high knees in the pool. And then I hit the weight room before school started. So before school even started, I did the pool workout, weight training, and then I would do my 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 Spogatsud training during the afternoon, and then I would hit the weights again after school. Uh, after school, and I'm talking like four or five days a week. And as soon as I got onto creatine, pull man. Keep in mind when you're 16, 17 years old, your growth hormone is is blowing up through the roof. Obviously, at that time. I wasn't aware of that, but I remember when I took creatine, oh man, not only like I just, I exploded off the charts and, um, because keep in mind guys, I'm training, I'm doing all this. I'm putting all this stress on my body, on my muscles. And even though like I was able to do it properly, there were days where I was sore. And as soon as I started supplementing with creatine, the the same dose, not even loading. I'm not even talking about loading. I'm just saying just half. I started with half. I'll never forget this. I started with half a scoop and then gradually moved on to a scoop every day. That's it. And I mixed that with my protein powder. Uh, Those were the two biggest supplements that changed, that that changed my game, changed the way I performed for the better. And it rocked my world. And till this day as an athlete, well, I'm not an athlete anymore, but that brought me all the way to high to, to, to competitions. I never thought I was jumping against Olympians when I was uh, 17 years old and I was winning. Like it was really sick. I do. I base it off of, off of my creatine. No, but let's just say the amount of workload that I was able to do 
greatly enhanced and I was able to perform at the highest levels because I was able to recover. I felt it. I was able to recover faster, perform better on a daily basis. Now, now as a trainer, I specialize in, uh, in athletic development, right? That's some, one of my expertise. And, um, I have these hockey players and soccer players and football players right now, not right now, but during the summer when they come back from their sport or their respected schools, I have them supplement with creatine. And I, and I talk to them, obviously I don't make them do it without consulting the parents first because they're like 16, 17. But one of the biggest arguments I tell their, their, uh, their parents was, listen, your kid's growth hormone, your kids are growing like crazy. And they're excelling a lot in their sport. And as they get older and, and as they get into higher levels of their sport, they're going to need supplements to help with their recovery in general, just with that alone. And creatine is the most natural supplement you could give them. And so I convinced their parents to, to buy their kids creatine and then they just, they just exploded. And I'm not saying that they became gorillas, absolutely not. But man, when it comes to their ability to perform on and off their, their the, the field of their respected sport and their their ability to recover, and it, it was it was a whole new the parents said, like, Jesus Christ, like I can't thank you enough, Justin. And I'm not saying like I got them to where they wanted to be. No, but I just got the parents to understand that. They could definitely do this without creatine, of course. Like, I'm not forcing them to take creatine. But, you know, they're getting older. And the older they get, the more intense the training is going to be. Like, some of these kids are doing two-day, two-a-days. Like, they work, they train tw- twice a day, which is very, which is very normal for a, high, for a high athlete in their caliber. But in order for their bodies to recover and to maintain this performance... You need certain supplements and the only supplements I'm going to suggest for the general population, whether you're an average individual or an athlete, but especially athletes is protein powder and creatine. It's that one, two punch that you need. And all of my students and all of my athletes have been excelling greatly. So, um, that's one, uh, those are the type, that's one group of people that I suggest should be taking creatine. And the next group of people who should be taking creatine are vegans. Okay. Because you guys don't need any animal, uh, source protein. Okay. So not only is your protein, uh, count low, your creatine count is very low as well. And I remember in I've, I've, I've trained many vegans and all the time I want to shoot myself in the head. I'm just joking. But in all my experience of training vegan clients, I would always get them to supplement with protein powder first, of course. And then the more experience they got with their training and the more that they were able to do uh, to, to train by themselves and the more strength gains they got, that's when I started supplementing. I started adding, I started suggesting them to supplement with creatine. And that is where they started gaining, they started feeling better. A lot of them said that their skin felt much better. And most importantly, well, no, skin is pretty important as well, of course. But most importantly, when it comes to the fitness aspect is their strength gains just exploded through the roof. Exploded. All right. Because keep in mind, like I said, 
we naturally eat creatine. We naturally die, we make our own creatine and we also get creatine from protein, animal source protein. So vegans who don't eat protein, or at least animal source protein, you don't get that. So not only are you supplementing with protein powder, which is a huge bonus, you add in creatine uh, powder with that, you mix that in either with your pre-workout shake or your post-workout shake, oh man, within a week, in all of my experience, I've been doing this for a long time, more than 10 years, within a week, you gain, you're, you're much stronger. So vegans uh, should be taking creatine 100,000% every day, all right? Not, not just for fitness, not just for, uh, for gains in the gym, all right? Now, when it comes to the types of creatine out there, the three main types that you should know are monohydrate, micronized, and alkaline, all right? Now, if you think I'm going to start talking about the molecular structure of creatine, you are definitely on the wrong fitness podcast, okay? However, what I will say is when it comes to monohydrate, Based on the scientific evidence alone, creatine monohydrate is the most recommended form because of the huge amount of research with studies demonstrating its effectiveness at increasing your body's natural stores and improving your performance in the gym or or sport, all right? As for micronized creatine, this is basically small particles of creatine that promotes better and faster absorption, apparently, and it does... It doesn't cause any um, clumps. You know, when you mix your protein or your, your creatine, there's some clumps. Apparently, it doesn't do, it doesn't do that, all right? So, um, is micronized and monohydrate the same chemical? Yes, it is. The reason why this is such a debate is because some people have a harder time digesting creatine monohydrate and prefer micronized because micronized are, small, are smaller particles of uh, creatine monohydrate, all right? Now... When it comes to alkaline, 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 whatever, I'll be shut up honest with you. I don't know too much about it because the majority of my clients who I had them supplement with, um, with creatine would always be monohydrate. But from what I know about alkaline is that it was designed to address the negative side effects of creatine, which is a uh, toxic byproduct. Of, so Sorry, I mixed that up. One of the the toxic byproduct of creatine is creatinine. Sorry, I kind of mixed that up. It's creatinine. So alkaline apparently was designed to address um, the production of creatinine. So um, in my in my case, keep in mind, like I said before, I've been doing this for more than ten years, and I've been I've been supplementing with creatine, and I've been supplementing with creatine for over fifteen years. And I've suggested creatine to all of my clients of once they were at that point. I've always, I've always suggested monohydrate, creatine monohydrate. Okay. And in all of my years, I've never had any problem with any of my clients taking monohydrate. All right. And so this is why I wanted to, I want, I really wanted to talk about this first because when it comes to which creatine to take, okay. Nowadays, companies like to jack up their price on their quote-unquote special form of creatine. And I'm here to tell you that it is all BS. Besides the three main types that I just spoke about, any other variety 
is not offering anything more than just a high price point to just make a sale. Okay. So you may, the reason why I say this is because you may see, see forms of creatine hydro, hydrochloride or creatine HCL or ethyl ester, whatever the fuck. Um, or whatever names that they, they give you where they promise you less water retention or less cramping and maximum muscle building, but it's all bullshit. Like I said before, you want water retention. If that didn't happen, then there would be a problem. Okay. That's the natural, that is the natural process of what your body does to creatine. Okay. Besides the three forms of creatine, I just explained. Okay. None of the newer forms that these companies or your typical supplement salesman have proven to be more digestible or more easily dissolvable. Okay. That is, that's that. So when it comes to creatine guys, monohydrate, micronized or alkaline, if I had to choose one out of the three, it is monohydrate. That's it. That's all. Walk into Popeye's or walk into any of your supplement store and just say, I want creatine monohydrate. Ask the salesman or whatever. I want creatine monohydrate. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Show me creatine monohydrate. Shut the fuck up. I'm out the door. Chow by la visite. All right. Overall. Okay. So I could summarize all this. Creatine monohydrate is not only the most effective supplement, but is a very, 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 very safe supplement to take. However, I need to say this out loud and clear. And I say this to I say this about every supplement that I talk about. This is a supplement to supplement into your principal diet. Okay. And if any of you guys have history of kidney issues or diseases, high blood pressure or liver disease, I strongly suggest you do not take creatine. Okay. And no mom and dad, creatine will not stunt your kids fucking growth. Okay. We grow because of our bone, our bones are growing, not our muscles. Okay. Well, our muscles grow, but we get taller because our bones grow. Okay. So I'm just going to debunk that myth right there. Okay. I really hope that I was able to get you guys to look at creatine differently and motivate you to go out and try it because you have, you honestly have nothing to lose. Okay. And lastly, I'm going to just shut this whole supplement episode down before I talk about something else. Um, there's no product or supplement that comes close to results that a good workout program, a really good diet and an intuitive diet and a healthy lifestyle will provide. Okay. Nothing is even in the same universe. All right. So that's that. That's it for the fitness side of things. Now I'd like to talk about what I just experienced just the other week. I went to a spa. I think it's Balnea Spa in Bromont. Wow. Absolutely fucking incredible. What an experience. Here's the thing. So I like spas, you know. Um, I usually go to like Bota Bota or the one in Zistrant. Pretty cool. But I have ADHD. Okay, in case you guys didn't know. Or notice. Spas... <laughs> Us ADHD people, we don't we don't do good with spas. Like we're good for at least a good hour, maybe. In my experience, bro, I was there all damn day. So shout out to my mom and my dad for buying. So now that we have kids, right? Me, and my brother, or my well, just me and my brother, my other brother, 
now that we have kids, right? Alone time is something that we definitely uh, need, right? Me and my wife. So my mom and my dad bought us a $300 gift card to whatever spa we want. And they throw in babysitting services, which was really sick. So if ever you guys, uh, if you want, you're thinking of birthday gifts or Christmas ideas or whatever, you know, ask your parents to spa package or babysitting services or maybe the two. Anyway, so that's what we did. And we just went last week. And uh, so, yeah, we're there for like four and a half hours or five and a half hours. Well, we're there all damn day. And, you know, um, it was cool. It was a little cold, but I just couldn't stop moving. And Morgan was like, yo, can you just fucking chill? We didn't get to any argument or anything like that. But it was like, you know, people just like the chill and it was all zen with this super funky like i don't know like weird ass music in the background and no joke i don't know i don't know if it's if it's only me but i just want to scream on the top of my lungs penis and um i i don't know i just really wanted to scream it so morgan kept telling me like shut up stop and uh, so what i was doing was i was doing the cold plunge huge benefits for those who are thinking about doing the cold plunge, um, not only for it, not only it doesn't only improve your oxidative stress, you know, for your breathing, your respiratory system, but it really helps surpass your comfort zone, right? Keep in mind, cold plunge is uncomfortable. If you could tell yourself, if you could teach yourself the discipline of just dunking your whole body in the cold plunge, staying there for at least a minute. Then, you know, just the self-discipline that you gain in real life is just fantastic. So anyways, right when we got there, I told Morgan I wanted to do that. And Morgan's like, are you fucking serious right now? I'm just, yo, this is my time too, girl. God damn. So anyways, I did that. And then I kept moving back and forth. I was doing the two-minute cold plunge, two to three minutes. And then I would do the hot sauna or the steam room, whatever, or the hot tub. And everywhere, it was a huge place. Balnea, Spa, and Bromont, I think it's called. Uh, really beautiful place. So I kept doing that. And Morgan's like, yo, you, like, I, you, can't, you can't fucking sit still. And I said, no, absolutely not. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? You think I was going to sit still for five fucking hours? Are you kidding me? So anyways, I kept doing that. And a lot of people kept looking at me as if I was like some weirdo. Because, like, everyone was going to the, the cold plunge. And they were like, mon tabarnak. And they would jump out or whatever. But I would just uh, dunk in the cold plunge, chill, and just walk out and just go into the sauna or the hot tub. And it, I felt amazing. It was really good. But yeah, five and a half hours it was, uh, or four and a half. I don't know how long we stayed, but it was much longer than an hour. Um, I survived, but because I kept doing all these things, right? And we were chilling, and I brought my phone with me, even though we weren't allowed. I worked on some stuff for my podcast, so I got some work done. And then we went to this place, this restaurant called Bar Bar. And for those who live in the Bromont area or who have a cottage in the Bromont area or looking on, looking to go anywhere, a great day. We had a great day, Morgan and I. Uh, so we went to the Balnea Spa, as I just said. And then we hit up this new restaurant called Bar Bar. And it's uh, a middle, uh, it's, um, uh, how do you call it? Oh my God. It's a middle, it's a Mediterranean, Eastern Mediterranean 
uh, it's like a bunch of tapas plates, you know, hummus and all. I'm, I, I, I sound like an idiot right now. I can't, I can't think of the word. Oh my gosh. I sound like an idiot, but I'm going to continue on with this episode. Um, it's a new restaurant and it's a lot of tapas menu and uh, it's a lot of tapas dishes and all that stuff. So we love that stuff. So we went there. A bunch of people recommended that restaurant. So after the spa, we took our shower, got dressed, got ready. And it's like a nine minute drive from the spa, which was, which was very convenient. And we got there. It was a 530 and uh, sat down. Yo, hear me out. All right. The service in this restaurant was stupid, ridiculously great. That didn't make any sense, but that's just how great the service was. It was, and post COVID, when it was, it's so hard to find good employees, especially in restaurants, I was blown away by how great the service was. So we sit down, we bought a bottle of, uh, bought a nice bottle of like Pinot Gris. Never heard of that. All the wine was imported. So none of the wine that we ordered, like it, they had a huge variety of wines. And uh, the sommelier was there and they said, yeah, you can't find this wine. You can't find these wines anywhere. It's all imported, which was really cool. And so we ordered a bottle of uh, Pinot Gris. Never heard of that. My wife is a big fan of wine, so she's the the drinker in the family. I like to smoke my weed. But um, yeah, we bought a bottle of wine and we ordered, I believe it was four dishes. And the, 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 the waitress... Shout out to Emily at Bar Bar, really good waitress. She recommended us to do like to order everything now, and then she'll divide it. Like she'll like she'll serve it with us to us uh, um, in a timely manner, right? She's she not just give us all the plates because these these dishes were fucking huge. So we ordered the hummus with the pita, which was incredible. All the plates were incredible. Anyways, we were stuffed. And I'm the kind of guy, I'm not that, I love restaurants, I love cooking, I love food, but I'm not that kind of guy to go to a nice sit down fancy restaurant and order something and it ends up being super fucking small and then you end up going to McDonald's after. I hate that. And then not only that, like your wall, you blow like 500 bucks and it's like, you have like a great experience. Fuck that. I want to, I'm hungry. I want to eat. I want to satisfy my, my hunger. You know what I mean? We were stuffed. It was with four plates. It was amazing. The they, the the waitress, the sommelier paired our wine with our food. It was amazing service. Okay, now you guys may think because we're in Bromont, this was going to be a, a really big, expensive uh, meal. And I had the money. Like I was, I was going into this to to have. I was going into this weekend. To like blow some money here. You know what I mean? Like we definitely need it. My wife is going back to work in a week. So this was kind of like our congratulations, sweetheart. We did it. We're very proud of us. Back to reality, right? Like this is a whole nother step to our relationship. Yo, a full bottle of wine, four, four, four dishes and a dessert. It was $180. I couldn't believe it. My whole bill because I gave her a good 20, I think I gave her like 20% tip. I was blown away by the service. Ended up being $220. And we not only walked out stuffed, but we we have we have leftovers. 
and they gave, it, it, we had takeout. It was, anyway, so for any of you guys, mom and dad, if you guys are looking for a nice place to go, um, luckily we had this gift. It was a Christmas gift for my parents. You're looking at, just for the spa alone, it's a $200 day. But I believe there's a special if you go half a day, like from 5 to 10 at night or early in the morning till like 12 o'clock. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I know there's a, a special. But we were there all day. Okay. My wife brought a book, which I was kind of surprised because you know, this, she don't read, bro. We're not reading people, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So go there all day. The spa, it was a $200 day just for the spa. We had a couple drinks and uh, a lunch, which was a hundred bucks, which shitty. It took like at least 45 minutes to get our salad and a beer and a burger, but whatever, I'm not going to go with that, but we're at a spa, right? So you're looking at 200 for the pass, a hundred dollars tip included for the meal. That's 300 bucks. And then you go to this bar bar restaurant. You're looking at tops, tops, tops. A $600 day. Guys, I don't want to sound like I'm super rich or whatever. Absolutely not. But it is well worth it. Especially if you haven't gone out in a couple months. And mom and dad, if you're looking for a place to go to kind of like relax, you can't. This is by far the, a great suggestion, really. And, um, so yeah, I had a great weekend there. That's why I just felt the need to talk about this because I was blown away. Uh, the spa was an amazing experience, cold plunge, steam room. If you really want to, uh, soak in all the benefits, um, they have all of those, all of those, uh, all of those things at the spa. Really, really great. And we were home by eight 30. My son was really good. He behaved and we had the greatest sleep of life. Like I woke up incredibly refreshed. So, um, that's that. So thank you guys for listening. Once again, I'm always going to tell you guys, please share this episode, share my podcast to all your friends and family, especially those who are, who are very hesitant, hesitant with the creatine kids. If you're listening to this and you're 17, 16, 17 years old, you're working out and your mom or dad don't want you to take creatine, share this to your mom and dad, share this on your social media platform, tag me in it. That goes for everybody. And um, give it a five star like, five star, five star on my on my podcast, on Spotify or whatever platform you're you're listening to this episode on, and leave a comment. The more five star ratings and comments you give, the more apparent it is on the search bar. And most importantly, guys, please don't forget to keep it simple. <laughs>